1: Welcome back, ladies. This is Liz and this is Andressa. Welcome back to the Real Estate Invest Her Show, and we are back with a mini soda. Right on, Andressa. That's our that's our music for the mini soda. It's very exciting. We have to kill like a siren or something. Uh, but you don't want to hear us make sounds. That's not very exciting. No. But, So we do these usually once a month and the focus is in 10 minutes or less, Andressa or myself teach something that is coming up for us or just something that would be useful, whether it's real estate investing related or just life related that of course has something to do with our investing selves as well. So so I am on this week, correct? Yes, you are. And I am curious about what are you going to talk about?
0: You're trying to close on your next rental. So why is your insurance company dragging its feet? can secure the best coverage at the best price to protect your properties. Discover how Steadily can save you both time and money on your rental property insurance. Visit Steadily.com for a commitment-free quote tailored to your needs today. The dream of owning a vacation home can be daunting. From finding the best guests, to the maintenance, to organizing the cleaners after every guest day, with Vacasa, they make that dream into a reality. If you're looking to make more from your vacation home, work with the reliable property manager, and finally have peace of mind, partner with Vacasa at vacasa.com slash biggerpockets. That's vacasa.com slash biggerpockets.
1: All right. So the, so the title of today's Minnesota is how to communicate so your spouse will listen. Right? <laughs> so I'm going to tell, tell you all, all you ladies, the secret sauce here. So the, the there you con- go. <laughs> the con- you know, and a, and a lot of reasoning for this topic, I think, is just to give you some context is, you know, with everything happening with the pandemic and just everything happening through the last several months and the new normal, quite honestly, that we're living in, it's not like this thing is over. The light switch has gone on and we've all gone back to our normal lives. We're still, most of us are spending more time at home, right? And our, and our, and our, our world, which we thought was there, is different you know, and it's different on many different levels, and, and some in amazingly good ways, and some we're adjusting, and 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 you know, so so working through all that, a lot of people have been home more with their spouses, right, and their partners, and um, for for many their relationships have grown, and for others, in talking to people, they just you know want to you know. Uh, what's the word? They want to like pull their hair out. They're just getting frustrated. <laughs> They're um, too much together time. There's, there's all those sort of things, right? So I wanted to share a tip and some strategies with with the ladies listening because many ladies will come to us and say, I, I want to invest with my spouse. I'm working with my spouse. Quite honestly, just living together, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it is, is something we all need to move through, whether it's personal or professional. But so I think this strategy can help you with both the personal and the professional. So just a little bit of uh, things, I think you may have heard me talk about, my husband and I have been working together and investing together for, and we've been married, well first we've been married 15 years, actually coming up our 15 year anniversary. Congratulations. Um, I remember when it was 10. (laughs) I know we did our little, well I have to tell you about our trip we're gonna be taking, but nice, you gotta celebrate, always celebrate and we do it every five years, we take a trip together. So even in the pandemic we're doing it, but anyway, so 15 years and we started investing together 15 years. So I've literally worked with my husband uh, part-time, full-time, strategically and, and in the day-to-day tasky stuff, right? So on every level of our business and it's evolved over the years. So as I share these things with and you- And he's still alive, so And he's still good. alive and we're still, you know, you know, we're happily married, of course, and we are still business partners, but we've a very specific way we work together now and it works for us. And we figured that out over the years of what works for us and what doesn't. Um, so I'm not going to go into all those things, but I'm going to go into a couple of tips for you as you're working with and talking to your spouse. Um, I, I I said this to a person the other day on a mastermind, and Andressa said, you've got to record a mini-sode about that because it was, it was that helpful. Um, I didn't, you know, I don't know what I say half the time, but, but Andressa reminded <laughs> me that it was useful. So I'm going to come from a perspective of Communication, because that's what this is about. There's two things I want to share, and then we'll go into maybe a tool for you to actually use with your spouse. So the first one is, do you over or under communicate with your spouse? And what do they they tend to do with you? Why am I asking you that? Or why am I encouraging you to get some clarity around that? Communication, under and over communication is everything. Uh, If you tend to be more of an introvert, you're probably going to under communicate. You forget to tell them things. It's just, you're more inside your head. Uh, If you're an extrovert, you tend to over communicate, you know, and I, and there's all bunch of research on the feminine, the masculine, uh, regardless of what kind of relationship we're in, there's usually someone that's more feminine, more masculine, and then how they communicate. Right? I'm not I'm not talking about that because that's like women are from Mars, men are from Venus, be- or women are from Venus, men are from Mars. <laughs> Those there's a lot of research around that. Look into that; it's very useful. But what I'm talking about is particularly your personality and, and as a person and in your own personal strategy and way of being, you're either going to be more of an introvert or an extrovert, and an introvert tends to under communicate. And an extrovert tends to over-communicate. And you could have women and men are, who are on both, both ends of that. Um, in some ways, I under-communicate at times with my husband in certain ways, and I over-communicate in certain ways. And he does the same with me. So my point in sharing that and, and something to look at in your relationship is we often want to tell the other person what they need to do to be a better communicator. But that's actually the worst thing you can do you getting clear on what your communication style is. Do I under or over communicate? And then secondly, how do I adapt to my partner's communication style so I actually can give them what they need? You asking them to shift or change their communication style is something you can discuss and it might be helpful as you adapt together. But what do you have control over? You only have control over you ultimately, right? So, you getting clear on your communication style, what's working, what's not, and then adapting, like literally adapting, that's the work, right? I, I, I wish I could give you this secret, like just tell this, just, you know, tell your spouse to do this and that. Um, but you got to kind of, it starts with you. Second thing I wanted to share, and so that's number one. Number two, and that's really helpful to do before I'm, what I'm about to share. With you because that will align with. Are you more of one or the other? So, when you're communicating with your spouse, how? What is your way of being with them? Okay. Now it's interesting because it depends on what you're talking about. Personal, professional. You're, if you're in business together, there might be subjects that are just really tough subjects for you, or other subjects that are just kind of you know very fun and light. Are you more of a cheerleader or are you more of an inspector? when you're communicating with your spouse. So let me explain this to you. And I've been through a lot of women's weekends. um, And I didn't think I ever had a problem with communication. Quite honestly, it was always a strength of mine. At least I thought (laughs) so. (laughs) And uh, until like I really started to get really clear on how was I communicating to my spouse about our business. And what was happening is that he really needed me to be a cheerleader, come from a place of what's working, how can I support you, tell me more about that, versus what's going on with this, what's going on with that, why isn't that different, There's a different way of being, right, One support, think of literally a cheerleader, not to make it so, um, you know, trite to say it like that, but you're cheering, you're supporting, um, and he really needs more of that, and I, I didn't even know that he needed that, to be honest with you. Um, praise. We think, we think often our spouses don't need praise or encouragement and they do. Again, their personality. Some do, some don't. My husband does um, and he needs it often. So so back to the inspector. I often will come from an inspector place because I'm just trying to get the answers. Where are we at with this? How's this going? I'm not like thinking support all the time. You know, I don't even realize it sometimes. So I just want the quick answer. I want to move on with my day. <laughs> So when you communicate to your spouse about the business or about anything, you got to ask yourself, am I coming from a cheerleader way of being or am I coming from an inspector way of being? Because I can tell you, and I can't speak for every spouse in the world, but a lot of them are going to want you to come from a cheerleader, support Perspective. Now, how that, what that looks like in your relationship, is something you need to get clear with your spouse. With, I can't tell you that. Uh, I know what it means to be a cheerleader for my husband because we've worked through this, and I, I'm pretty clear on that now. So, as you as you have a takeaway from this mini sode, there's some work here. You got to look at your own communication style. Are you an over communicator or you an under communicator? And how do you really need to adapt? And what is your spouse? Get clear on that. If you don't know that, then you can't adapt. It's like trying to figure something out, trying to make a a cake and you don't even have a recipe, right? Mm -hmm. So so do that, number one. Number two, start to get into the conversation. Even have a conversation with your spouse. Do I come across more like a cheerleader or an an inspector? If they're going to know what those mean, that's not that unclear with those terms. And just get into a discussion with your spouse and your partner about it. You might think you're being one way, but they may have a very different perspective, especially that you're home more together, you're doing more together. If you're in business together, you have kids together, it's complex, it's sticky, there's a lot to it. It's not like this like, you know, perfect communication style. We have hiccups, we have a lot of them but we're aware of it and then we tweak it and we, we come back to, okay, how can we make this better? So really quick, last tool that you can do as you're communicating this together, it's the whole point of today's episode, is called continue, start, and stop. And here's the question you're going to ask your spouse. If you do nothing from today's mini do this with your spouse. What should I continue doing, start doing, and stop doing to communicate more effectively with you? Just ask that question. Literally, if nothing else, 10 minutes of your time you just spent with us, which is we appreciate, do that. Ask that question because so much richness will come from that conversation. You think you know, but you may not know. I don't care how great your relationship is. I ask my husband that question. He tells me things and I'm like, oh, really? And I, I, and I think I know everything. Not that I know everything about this particularly, but I feel like we've done so much work in this area. But I, there's always ways to grow. And you're dealing with different things, especially – a, a global situation that we're going through and a new normal that we're going through. Don't assume, ask the questions, do the work. So that's what I got for today.
2: Oh my gosh. And I love it. And you know, Liz, Matt, and I, uh, we have done business together. We have dinner together, have wine together and I've seen different interactions and Liz and Matt have a very healthy and humble relationship very respectful and caring and I couldn't say more about their relationship and it's so funny when I see that she's been a cheerleader and how he responds or when she's being an inspector that doesn't it does not work with, with, with me and I was like okay so I need to mirror that also, when I am talking to him about a project or, or, yes. or different things, that's a really good point because I want to make sure that we as a team, we get to the end, right? So Matt is extremely creative and and that's what he does best, right? So, you got to know also like what, what are the strengths and weaknesses, and then you can carry the load when you know that that part of your partner is not the best and vice versa. And it's just being aware and starting a, a conversation. It, you know, Liz always say, uh, I always have that. Uh, every time that I say it, I think about Liz. It's like, I'm just curious <laughs> to understand and you go. Mm-hmm. Just instead of like, why the hell did you do this, 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 then that? Right? Yeah. So just, just curious to understand, like. Yeah. And then you start that conversation in a way that people feel respected and heard, and it works. If you gotta learn something from Liz, she's the expert <laughs> in communication. Oh no, I don't this know about is, that, but it is. It's, it's a lifelong so journey, good. right?
1: Yeah. Right. So, and, and I've. Taking notes. <laughs> uh, we're all taking notes. The last the last resource I'll just recommend, ladies real quick, is Love Languages by Gary Chapman. It's not a business book, but it's really, um, and it's, Andressa reminded me when I brought it up to her too, She she's read every book uh, in the universe, but <laughs> she said, um, it's really helpful to know that about your business partners. We often don't think that. Yeah. But, um, it's just again, how do we need to be communicated? And it's I, I love personality assessments and all those things. But that's a great another layer of the onion. Great book, especially to read with your spouse if you're looking yes. for a, a little like inspiration and yes. something to do together. Like great book, great time well spent. Um, it's a, it's a, and it's actually really great to listen to as well. So yeah, with that, thank you for listening. Take something. What should I continue doing, start doing, and stop doing to communicate more effectively? With you, if you do that exercise, I want to. We want to hear about it on our Facebook community. Let's get into a discussion about this. This is a very passionate topic for me. Let's just get better at communicating with with our partners. There you go. Let us know. Enjoy. Bye bye.
2: If you enjoyed this podcast and want to receive updates on our next interviews, go to our website, therealestateinvestor There, you can subscribe to our show, become part of our investor community